Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. 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 Superficial magic is like if goop were fun. No, it's like you don't have to go find your path. You just have to relax and let your path find you. Time isn't real. Math isn't real. If you focus on magic, you will create magic. That's like a 100% John Stamos guarantee. You really can manifest Vibe anything higher. you want. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and we have Crystal Chris in the house. Hey. Hey, literally in the house. We can't leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) We're stuck. Yeah, we're stuck. How's everybody doing in this quarantine? It's been pretty intense. Um, We're going to do an episode, actually, on the weirdness that's been happening in our house. I'm sure... Everybody has a story to tell. Yeah, everyone's got a lot of stories for, with, with this quarantine. I guess maybe we do have a, an interesting one, <laughs> quite unique story to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, uh, yeah, you guys know what, what we're talking about. It's just the world's falling apart. And <laughs> what do you do? But what you should do is listen to today's podcast. We have a guest named Shara Prophet. She is so cool. She's a hypnotherapist, but she also works with her spirit guides and does past life regressions oh and God. can help you like resolve things. Maybe there's something <clears throat> in your life that you do that's from a past life. Ooh. She tells a story about somebody who um, couldn't swallow and was having trouble with their throat. And then they did a past life regression and she was hung in a past life oh my god that's crazy and then they they worked on it and it went away so Jeez. yeah there's some stuff that maybe isn't even yours it's yeah. past life it's past life you you know like yeah. old news get out of here yeah you don't get live with that. off of me <laughs> so she works mostly with people online which is cool uh you can go to open door hypnosis online and and you can also find her um on facebook she just has really cool energy, and I feel better listening to her. So come join the Superficial Magic Facebook group, Superficial Magic Vibrators. Let's talk about what's going on during the quarantine. And also, rate us five stars on Apple. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do all of that, and we'll talk to you soon. Tell us how you're doing, and, uh, yeah, talk to you next week. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to to talk to you because we've talked to one hypnotherapist, but I'm so curious about using it to contact like past lives or uh, all the stuff that you do. It's really really intriguing. So yeah, how did you get started getting into all of this stuff to begin with? always been into meditation and like, you know, esoteric things and, you know, whatnot. I've always kind of gravitated towards the unusual. I'm a huge like paranormal fan. And in fact, I, as a little kid, like I would just watch a lot of scary movies all the time. My family has always talked about ghosts. I've even experienced some before. So I've always been kind of interested in this realm and just kind of gravitated to it. 
Yeah. And as far as hypnotherapy is concerned, um, I never wanted to be a hypnotherapist. Like, that was never like, I'm going to be a hypnotherapist when I grow up. I didn't even know it was a real profession, honestly. I knew about hypnosis, but I didn't know people actually uh, did this as a, as a career path. Um, I was in the food industry. Uh-huh. And I was posting on Facebook one day because I was like getting um, a, this banana mango ketchup that I used to make. I was posting about it on Facebook. I saw an ad for this college here in Los Angeles that is a hypnotherapy school. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They have like a whole college for that? Okay. So they offer free classes during the weekend. I went and took a few free classes. And honestly, it took me like two years to finally enroll into the college. <laughs> and I finally did <laughs> because it was like this like voice was like, do this. You need to do this. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this. I can't like just switch careers. Like I'm not going back to school. F that. I'm not doing it. So um, basically, it took me two years to finally enroll. Once I did, like the first week of school, it was amazing. And I just heard my voices, you know, people think I'm crazy when I say that, but I heard my voices say to me, trust us, this is going to be good for you. What do you and mean? It has been absolutely- what do you mean when you say <laughs> your voices? Do you just mean like inner guidance? Do you like your guides? And for me, it's a committee. It's not just one voice. You know what I mean? So oh, wow. and, and <laughs> how did you get in touch with the committee? How, when did that happen? That happened years ago. Um, I just, it was something that I used to keep to myself because I was raised, you know, in, in the Christian church, Baptist, you know. Um, so, you know, certain things like that is not very well accepted. Yeah, not, um, not chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, my family, even though they're Christian, they're very spiritual, you know. So it's not like unusual to them that I'm doing this. You know, they're like totally supportive, totally love what I'm doing. Um but I realized that it was more of a committee than it was just one voice. And um, I got a download one day that I needed to learn how to discern between the voices. Because oh. there is, it's, it's a, it's, there's voices that are very chaotic and very afraid and questioning. And yeah. then there's voices that are very direct, very um, certain. And just very calm. So once I discerned between those voices, it's helped me a lot to um, take action when I need to take action and trust when I need to trust. Do you think we all have a committee that we can get in touch with? Yes, absolutely. We call them a spirit team. Um, I call them, personally, I call mine my unseen team. Oh, Um, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I think we all have it. It's just a matter of connecting with it and really getting to know them. That's the big thing. And this is the thing. Some people think that some people have different beliefs around it. Um, Me personally, I believe that it's just aspects of me. You know, there's there's different um, versions of myself that live within me. And when I am working with the different members of my team, I'm activating a part of myself. I'm activating an aspect of myself. For example, um, you know, I'm act. I'll for certain members of my team, I'll utilize their energy to 
activate new ideas, you know, to get downloads for new business ideas. Or I'll activate the energy to help me manifest something and to help me get really focused. I'm activating different aspects that are within, but I'm giving it a name. And I am being very uh, definite about the type of action that I'm activating, if that makes sense. It absolutely does. I want to learn to do that (laughs) so badly. Is that something that you can kind of work with people in hypnosis to get in touch with their um, inner guidance? Absolutely. Usually when I'm taking somebody into uh, a hypnosis, I usually have them meet up with their higher self and they're able to connect with whatever energy is available to them or whatever energy that is ready to reveal itself to them. And I I usually do it with people who are ready for it. You know, everybody is not going to be um, ready to do that. But most of the clients that I attract, luckily, are. Yeah, (laughs) I bet they are. Of course. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of past life regression work. I have oh, a lot of people shit. that Re- yeah. Okay, this is, I'm, I, I am being haunted by a past life for sure. Okay. What, mm-hmm. what the hell? So you can help people kind of get back to that life and maybe, I don't know, um, conclude some of the issues it had so it can move on? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's actually one of my favorite sessions to do because it's just so freaking cool. Like, it's very, very cool to just see what people, like, the lives that they have, the way that they're able to, like, describe it. Because as you, during that session, you're talking the whole time because I'm asking you a lot of questions about the journey. And I get you into um, a very, very deep state. We call it a somnambulistic state. Um, it's the deepest state of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And in that state, you're able to, um, well, in the hypnotic state period, any trance state, you're able to activate the hippocampus, which is the section of the brain that holds long-term memory. And so I like to let people, remind people that your mind is ancient. Your, your mind is older than this body. It's older than any lifetime you've ever had, you know, here, past, or future, because I do future life progression as well. (laughs) So I've never uh, even thought about that. I know, right? It's pretty cool. I just did one the other day. It's pretty awesome. Um, And the mind is very ancient. So it holds all of these memories from, you know, past lives, from I've had people that went as far back as like they were just a code, you know, like they weren't even in a human form. Mm. They were a rock. They were a mist, you know. Um, and so it's really cool and awesome. And there's some amazing messages that come through in past lives because I walk you through the entire process. Sometimes you'll see more than one past life. You know, you may have five in one session. Um, and each lifetime, I walk you through the process and point out the significant parts of the life. And we go into the transition portion of that particular lifetime, and we pull out the important message that you can carry back with you in this current life that can help you move through whatever challenges or questions wow. you may have. Are, are there just things in our past lives that we have not dealt with that are coming up in this life that don't make 
any sense for our current life? Um, a lot of people will come to me because they have like certain health issues mm. and they've been to several doctors. No one has been able to diagnose or there's nothing medically wrong with them. So we will use past life to identify the lifetime that is related to that particular health issue and through energy work and moving things around energetically, we can actually assist the client with, you know, either getting rid of that health issue altogether, you know, or learning a way in which they're able to cope with it. Oh my or even gosh. getting some in- Yeah, or even getting some insight as to a certain type of medicine they may need to use or maybe like a, um, you know, a a, a herbal or holistic medicine that they may need to try. You can get a lot of answers that can really help, yeah. Well, yeah, I think, and I'm sure it works emotionally and mentally too. Absolutely, absolutely. Because hypnosis deals with the emotions because the subconscious mind is the emotional mind, it's not a thinking mind. So we're dealing directly with the subconscious mind. So yeah, if there are some unprocessed emotions that are not attached to anything from this lifetime, we can definitely go into a past life, identify what that particular incident was, get the learning from that experience and transmute that energy into something more beneficial for you. Oh, that is so cool. Can you tell us any mm-hmm. stories of like watching somebody, you know, go through this experience, like a anecdote or anything? Like what's a huge shift you've seen in a client? I had a client come in because they were having problems uh, swallowing and there was no medical explanation for it. Like there's nothing wrong with them. They didn't have anything going on, you know, in the, the trachea muscles or anything like that or in the throat muscles that was, you know, causing this to happen. And so we went in and we did uh, a past life regression after doing, and this is the thing, if you're coming in for certain emotional issues or even, you know, a medical issue, we will do regular hypnotherapy sessions first. Right. To see if we can, uh, you know, work through that and to make sure it's not tied to anything from this current life. Then, if we find, okay, it's still there, we've got to go a little bit deeper. The past life regression is usually the last thing we'll do. Um, And so, we had gone through several sessions, you know, just just doing regular hypnotherapy sessions, and it was still an issue. And the client said, I feel like this may be related to some past life stuff. So, we went in, we did a past life regression, and sure enough, they were home in their past life. And it was not a very, um, it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't an uh, an easy way to transition. Um, Their family was there watching and everything like that in the past. There was a lot of emotion um, left and tied to that particular life. And so we went in and we actually had them talk to each of the family there um, and were we were able to allow them to um, expect that this thing was going to happen and to take some deep breaths through the process and to allow themselves to like lovingly leave the body and know and let the family know that they they're loved and and it was a very beautiful experience because like 
maybe, I don't know, maybe a month later, I heard back from the client and they were like, I've been able to eat. I've been able to swallow. I've been able to drink. I can like run now. Everything is fine. Oh my goodness. What, uh, can you, can you talk us through the subconscious a little bit more too? Because you said that it's emotional. It's not a thinking mind. The subconscious confuses the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah. It is Nicma wrapped in a mystery. It right? really is. And I feel like it's the yeah. key to so much understanding um, about mm-hmm. ourselves. So, yeah. Can you talk us through that? So, the subconscious mind, like I said, is, is, is a bit of a mystery. But and it works two ways. So, in the subconscious mind, there are all of your knowns, all of your programs that you have learned ever since you were in your mother's womb up till now, okay? Yes. So even while you're in your mother's womb, you're able to feel everything she's feeling. You can hear what's coming in from outside of the belly. If mom was stressed out or was in a, you know, an abusive relationship, baby picks up on all of that. Mm. And those types of things are now implanted into the subconscious mind. Got it. So, um, you know, all, all of the things that she like and don't like, the pain and pleasure centers are also in the subconscious mind. So even if you are doing something in your life that you know is not healthy for you or it isn't good for you, but because you have learned how to do this, you've taught yourself to do this, um, it actually does bring you some pleasure, even though it's not that great for you. Okay. It's so this interesting. Is, yes, completely. Very interesting, right? And so the pain centers in the brain, in the subconscious mind, come from the unknown. So what you don't know, if you don't know what to expect, if you stop smoking, because you smoke with your friends whenever you go out, um, if you stop smoking and they're all outside, you're like, well, what am I going to do at the bar by myself? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, that raises some anxiety. So there's some pain in the unknown. Right. And so... The reason why we have the subconscious mind, the reason why it exists, um, I did a, I did a, uh, I do a lot of Facebook lives and stuff. I did a Facebook live a couple of weeks ago um, titled God and Satan Live in the Mind, mm-hmm. right? Because, <laughs> because the, the part of us that is operating from the program that, you know, is kind of a destructive, that's the, the, that's the energy of Satan, the adversarial energy, right? Yes. Um, and the part of us that can expand and do amazing things and go beyond our limitations, that's the godlike energy. Yep. Now, the, the, the adversarial energy, the Satan energy is not a bad thing because it is there to push us to and through the unknown, through the godlike energy. It's there to say, I'm so miserable. I've got to change something. <laughs> totally. You know? It's, yes. It's, it's the pressure. You know what I mean? It's the pressure and the heat that that is um, applied to the coal before it's changed into a diamond. So it is necessary in order for us to remember who we are. Um, I, I call it remembrance training. I call life a remembrance training because mm. we all, you know, we came here agreeing to be or do or become something, we forget that once we come out of the womb, right? Yes. And then we are we're here to like 
remember that. And part of that training is the pressure. It is the pain. It is the, the, the chaos that we have to learn from, grow from, and break through and break free from to get to the other side of that unknown that looks like, that looks painful, but really on the other side of it is great pleasure. It's a lot of growth and it is your salvation. You know what I mean? That's the salvation, Um, that part of you that is free and that part of you that has gone through the so-called darkness, you know, you got to go through the darkness to get to the truth so that you can come out into the light. That's That's the purpose of the subconscious mind. Um, it is where you are able to make long-term permanent changes, and people don't realize that. You know, you'll work out every day of your life, but the moment you stop working out, you gain weight, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not because you're not working out. It's because there is a reason why we're attached to the weight in the first place. When I was ah. doing my, my weight. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I know, right? It sucks. It's like, oh, my God. When I was on my weight loss journey, I I, I released 50 pounds. Uh, Really got deep. I I, I dug deep and did a lot of emotional work. And I actually did it during the time I was in school training to become a hypnotherapist. And in that process, I found that the weight was comforting for me. It was protection. It was padding because Mm. I felt insecure. I felt unsafe. And I realized it because I was traveling back and forth from L.A. to my hometown, D.C. And every time I'd go home, I'd lose weight. And every time I would come back here, I'd gain weight. And when I lived in New York City, it was the same thing. And I paid attention to it. And I was like, oh, my God. So instead of working on, I need to eat healthier, I need to work out more and more and more, I worked on, I am safe, I am secure, everywhere I am is home. Mm -hmm. And I kept working on that portion, and now I've been able to maintain a healthy weight. I've been been able to maintain my sexy girl's figure. Hello. Without having to do do a bunch of crazy dieting and crazy crazy exercising and like getting surgery and things like that. So that that makes me think like I I have a fear, a pretty irrational fear uh, that came out of nowhere of flying. And I think it's about the flying, Mm -hmm. about the flying, about the flying. But in this this way, it's kind of like, no, I'm I'm kind of addicted to the fear and I'm using flying to... Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's a phobia and then there is a fear. And a fear is attached to an actual event that took place to cause that fear in the first place. Let's just say... Were you, if you were in a plane crash or you knew, you know, someone who was in a plane crash very close to you, you know, that's a legitimate fear. Got so it. we would work on that. You Got know, it. we work on that. And I would, I would use it, uh, I would use a method called circle therapy to help me with that. Now, then there's phobias. I, I don't know anyone personally that's been in a plane crash. I've never been in a plane crash. I'm just scared to death of flying. Then that's a phobia. So we would work with that in a different way. Got it. Because phobias are kind mm-hmm. of more subconscious beliefs that um, yep. are coming out in weird ways. Exactly. A phobia is, is not attached to an actual event that caused the fear. Got it. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that you said that really stood out to me is kind of that the the mind would almost, well, would rather experience uncomfortable, shitty things than go to the unknown. 
whenever I am trying to do something that I don't know the outcome of, I'm trying to act in a different way or be a different kind of person in the world, I am filled with the like sickest, heaviest feeling that I feel is like just a defense mechanism against moving into newness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Right. So how, how, <laughs> do you, have how do you work with that? Um, well, I do. I have. I actually have an eight-week program called the Be Magic Program that is specifically designed to help people break through their self-sabotaging behaviors and thought processes. Okay, tell me um, everything. How, what is this course? How do we do it? <laughs> <laughs> so the course. Um, I actually have a new cycle starting um, in April of 2020. In a few weeks, so people are. It's, it's, people can sign up for it now. Um, so basically each week, uh, we go through different, um, assignments. The first week we're identifying that goal that you've been wanting to accomplish or that challenge you've been wanting to overcome. We identify it. We get very, very specific because we, sometimes people have like 13 goals, right? Right. And we need to do all of them at the same time. So I help you in the first week get laser focused on the one goal that you're going to be focusing on during the program. And this is the thing. I help people use a pendulum to find it. Oh, okay. And that's all we'll tell you about that. So we'll, we we use pendulum, a pendulum to help get laser, laser focused on the thing that takes priority over everything else. And what most people find is that if they focus on that particular goal, it opens the doorway to all of the other 12 goals that they were trying to do at the same time. Right. So what happens is as you move through the weeks, resistance comes up because now you're getting ready to take on a new uh, behavior. You're getting ready to start something new, something that seems big, something that's a little bit overwhelming for you. So all of the self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors pop in. And each week I've introduced new tools to help you break through those particular self-sabotaging behaviors. And these are tools that come from, um, I'm 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 a, certified NLP practitioner as well. I'm also a certified um, therapeutic imagery facilitator. So I'm bringing all of these techniques and combining it into this program to help people utilize these things they're going to be able to use for the rest of their lives. You know, they'll be able to be like, oh, I need to do the switch pattern. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. You know? Wow. And then we yeah, it's, it's really cool because in the assignments are very, very, um, um, intense and they're very detailed. So you have to dig deep. You have to, you know, ask yourself these questions and um, it makes you pay attention to the parts of you that feel like it wants to resist and buck against the uh, new behavior and buck against this goal. Resistance is, uh, is also, you know, uh, two sides of a coin, right? Resistance in one respect um, is like, oh, back, dirty resistance. Get away from me, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you are actively doing the inner work while you're striving towards whatever the goal is, when resistance comes up, I tell my clients all the time, I said, you know, because about the fifth or sixth session, they're like, oh, God, I ate a whole chocolate cake, or, oh, God, I started smoking again, or, oh, God, I called him again, or, you know, yeah, I started right? getting sick again. Yeah. Know? And I said, good, good, that's great. And they're like, what do you mean that's good? 
I said, well, your resistance is showing up, and resistance is the indication that change is taking place. Ooh. Because, you know, uh-huh. I like that. So instead of looking at it like, oh, I'm fucking up, it's like, oh, good. I'm changing. So I'm making myself fuck up. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. There's something. It's called the opposition. It's the adversary, right? It's that opposition inside of us. It's like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to stay like this. It's easier to be comfortable and stay in homeostasis, you know, because that's what we want to do. Of course. Naturally, we don't want to go through all these changes. You know, that's why people kick and scream whenever laws get changed to things like that because you know we want to stay the same and it's just a part of it's just a part of who we are as humans but you've got to understand how your mind works so that you can um you know be able to identify when these things happen and instead of getting down on yourself being you know like forget it and having a defeatist um attitude about it you can be like oh Okay, you're putting up a fight for a reason. The opposition is getting strong because I am breaking through. Oh, man. <laughs> What's something like this you've broken through on yourself? And is, is, does it totally go away? Are there patterns that are just, like, gone? Yes, there are. There are. Um, oh, my God. Because I, I use this so much. You know what I mean? It, 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 I just use it all the time. Okay, so... Okay. So one thing that... Um, it used to be a huge blockage for me was that I'm not enough. I have to do all these things. I have to be super successful. I have to be this and I have to be that in order to be enough, to be accepted. And at the time, I didn't know that that's what that was. You know what I mean? I wasn't calling it um, I'm not enough, you know. Um, but it was through deep work, you know, that I was that I, it, I finally, it was finally revealed to me that I felt like I wasn't enough. That's why I was overworking myself and I was like an overachiever and perfectionist. Right. Um, and so, but as no matter how hard I worked, I was still not moving forward. I wasn't getting where I wanted to go. And it was because I wasn't doing it from uh, a place of peace. I wasn't doing it from a, a place of, um, you know, confidence and strength. I was doing it out of fear. Right. You know, right. Um, fear and, and just feeling like I wasn't enough. So I had to work on I am enough. I, I did a hypnosis for myself uh, that tackled that. And I listened to it every single day for like a month. And, you know, it really did help. It really helped me to just be in the joy of everything I'm doing. To expect the best, that's the new thing now for me. That's the new thing that just came up. It was like, stop expecting for, for things to get in the way and for, for trouble to happen. Mm. Only expect the best. So how, so is a, is a month like a normal amount of time if somebody works really hard with you and is doing it every day that, that you could really see a real change in a, in a month? Well, it, Depends, and it also depends on what we're working on because I work with people who, um, you know, under the uh, under the supervision of a licensed therapist or licensed MD. I work with people who are working through traumas as well. So trauma takes a little bit longer. Weight loss takes a long time mm. um, because people usually are attached to deep emotional, uh, unprocessed emotional issues. Um, but sometimes, you know, I've had clients who come in for one session and they're like, thank you. 
I'm great. Give me some of that. <laughs> right. Really depends on your level of readiness. It depends on the issue itself. It depends on how deep the issue goes, how far back it goes, you know. Um, and some, and again, sometimes things just shift and change when it's time, when yeah. it's ready to. You know? And that's really, and so this work is, um, this work is, it is clinical work. It is science. But it is heavily, heavily spiritual. Yeah, you know, heavily you, and you spiritual. use your spirit, like you you use your spirit guides to conduct it, right? I do. And my clients don't really know that I'm doing it because I'm not like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using my spirit guides on them. I'm using them for me to guide me through a process. Um, I do connect with my clients' energies and their spirit team, and I ask permission before they even get to me, before we even, they call or before they come into the office. I do the majority of my sessions over the phone. You and do? On Zoom. Cool. I do, yep. Oh, great. Um, go to my Facebook page, if they're on Facebook, go and- to Share a Profit. Okay. Um, or Open Door Hypnosis. You can um, go to Open Door Hypnosis. Uh, YouTube page, Facebook, Instagram is posted there. And if they want to participate, they can just uh, pay. Uh, everything is spelled out, you know, on the Facebook page and on my Instagram. So Ooh. it's really awesome. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to try to take your workshop. I'm kind of obsessed with this. You really have a way of explaining it that's made a lot of things click for me. Good. Thank you. I'm happy to hear that. If anybody is interested, you can always check me out um, on my website, www.opendoorhypnosis.com. Um, you can reach me there. You can learn about the Be Magic program. You can schedule appointments from there. Um, and also, you know, find me on Facebook, Open Door Hypnosis. You can find me on Instagram. I'm ShareAProfit underscore CHT on Instagram. So I post a lot all the time. I'm always having classes online. <laughs> um, yeah. This is really cool. I'm so happy that we got to talk and that we uh, made it. We made it happen even through all this crazy time. We did. <laughs> we did. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.